There's a verse in 1 Timothy chapter 2 that says, I urge you to pray for all the people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf. It's a real powerful kind of challenge around prayer. And it's something, prayer is something I've often neglected or overlooked, but as a very active, powerful thing we can do for others. My mom's best friend in the world was named Georgia Osborne, and my mom passed away when I was 32. She's been gone a long time, decades. And I still get with her friend Georgia now and then. She lives here in my hometown all these years later. And about a year ago, I was with Georgia, spending some time as I often do. And we were sitting around her table and she pulled out this book that had pictures in it and notes. And she told me, this is my prayer book. I pray for people in this book every morning. And she flipped open the book and there was a picture of me. And she said, every morning, no, I just want you to know, I promised your mom I'd, I'd have your back, I'd take care of you. And here she is 25 years later, praying for me every morning. Gosh, it was amazing. It was so incredible. And I wondered what impact that had. Well, I know it, what impact that's had over all these years as I've led different organizations, been a part, all the spiritual warfare that's going on and the family struggles we've had over all these years. But to know someone was standing in the gap for me, advocating for me, kind of being in the middle and, and praying for me all those years, my gosh, what an impact. And, and what a moment. We need those people. We can't miss how powerful that is, how powerful prayer can be. So I hope this passage that we're going to step into, Psalms 143, will be an additional challenge of just seeking God and praying and what that can mean and the power that can be to do that on other people's behalf as well. So let's enter into this time. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful and righteous. My enemy has chased me. He has knocked me to the ground and forces me to live in darkness like those in the grave. I'm losing hope. I'm paralyzed with fear. I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works and think about what you have done. I lift my hands to you in prayer. I thirst for you as parched land thirsts for rain. Thank you. 
friends, as I read this again. Tune your heart into these words. Be ready. Be listening for something from God, a word, a phrase in this passage, or something else he might be giving you in this moment. Hold on to it. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful and righteous. My enemy has chased me. He's knocked me to the ground and forces me to live in darkness like those in the grave. I'm losing hope. I'm paralyzed with fear. I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works and think about what you have done. I lift my hands to you in prayer. I thirst for you as parched land thirsts for rain. Would you speak loud what stands out to you? one last time. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful and righteous. My enemy has chased me, knocked me to the ground, and forced me to live in darkness like those in the grave. I am losing all hope. I am paralyzed with fear. I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works and think about what you have done. I lift my hands to you in prayer. I thirst for you as parched land thirsts for rain. Once again, if there's a word, a phrase, something that stands out for you in this moment, in this day. Take it with you. Speak it loud in this moment. So the last verse that Brian read there was, I remember, I ponder what God has done. And because of that, you get the sense that I'm so compelled now, I will lift my hands and pray. That's a powerful image. I remember, I ponder, and then so compelled by those and what God brings to my attention in those moments, I lift my hands in prayer. Reminds me of a story in the latter part of Moses' journey 
He's bringing finally, after all these decades, 40 years of bringing the people through the desert and coming close to the promised land now. And uh, the Hebrew people are locked in a battle with the Amalekites. They were really the first terrorists of the region. The Amalekites were fierce. And uh, there's a couple of verses that talks about them picking off the weak. They were walking behind most of the nation of Israel. They'd kill them and then they'd go hide in their caves. But there's finally this confrontation of the Hebrew people and the Amalekites and they're in a battle in this valley. And the scene picks up in Exodus 17 that Moses and two people walk to high ground so they can see the battle going on underneath them. They can see what happens. So you get a picture of these three old men old men climbing up this mountain to get on high ground. And the passage talks about as long as Moses' hands were raised, the Hebrew people were winning and they advanced. But when he lowered his hands out of fatigue or whatever, then the Amalekites would advance. And so they get a rock for Moses to sit on and then the two other old men each get under one arm and keep his hands raised. And as they do that, eventually the Hebrews advance and finish off the Amalekites in that battle before they take their final journey into the Promised Land. I think there's a couple things, man, there's so much we could talk about here, but a couple things like so important for leaders to get on high ground, to be seen, because in being seen, it helps inspire others. To get in a high ground, a place where they can see the big picture, and as a battle rages below them, the real takeaway of this story is the real battle was spiritual. It wasn't the battle below them, it was the spiritual battle was playing out as Moses interceded on behalf of the Hebrew people. And as long as his hands were raised, they advanced. That's a spiritual battle going on, not just the physical battle that was going on in the valley below them, but the much more important battle that was raging above. That was the power of Georgia Osborne in my life as I think about it, irreplaceable. She took my mother's place. My mom did that for me. And she passed a baton 25 years ago to Georgia, and she continued to do that to this day. We can do that for other friends. Great conviction for me as I talk about it, to think about where and who I want to stand in the gap for and not back down from the power of prayer. Peace, friends. This space podcast is a part of Harbor Ministries. Two years into this podcast journey now, we'd like to invite you to help us continue this. If you want information on how to financially sponsor these episodes, or if you'd like information on our various leadership events, Rhythm and 20, Rogue, or Revel, you can go to harborministries.com for all the information you need.